Alright, welcome back to episode 222 of Two Drunk Brothers in Podcast. Um, starting off this week, we started off strong. We had a winning uh, college football slate for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, yeah. 4.32 units in college football. Um, and then we turn around and just take a dump in our hands and wash our faces with it with NFL. Gross. Quite literally, though. Like, Down 5.7 units in NFL. Um, games that should have been low scoring were not even close to being low scoring. So, yeah, not going to give you the totals overall, but we need we need some good weeks. College football's gotten a lot or got a lot better this past weekend, though. So that's at least a plus. I feel like it's starting to level out there. I feel like NFL's getting a little weird. We're in the middle of the season. I think that'll level out towards the end of the season. I think you go through Well, I would say this. Uh, We are only down two more units in college football than NFL now. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, we had a terrific NFL Sunday. So I was spent too much. Horrific or horrific? Horrific. Horrific. (laughs) It's not like you said terrific. terrific. I was like, that's terrific. Say terrific. Terrifically horrific. I honestly, I'm going to not lie to you guys. I watched this much zero fucking NFL football on Sunday. I uh, felt like death. <laughs> all I, was, I laid on the couch and didn't watch a whole lot of it and, and uh, was hung over and tired. And so it was not Travis. Fun. Travis and I went golfing for my birthday on Saturday. Our tea time was at 1245. We probably started around 1240, started drinking probably right as soon as we started there. Didn't stop till fucking 4 a.m. in the morning. It was silly. And <laughs> I paid for it. Yeah, that was day. dumb. I mean, we drank for 15 hours straight. And yeah, it's not, we, we, we binge drank, but it wasn't like out of this world until the fights until the UFC fight started. Yeah, it was mostly just beer all day golfing, and then we went out to a brewery and had a few beers out there, and then ate dinner. Like, so we ate at least, like unlike most people who go on vendors like that do. So we actually ate really, really yes. well. <laughs> we did eat. We ate. We kind ate of well. had a uh, kind of had a reverse weekend there because you guys started drinking around twelve thirty on Saturday, didn't stop until early Sunday morning. We got up to Champaign, Illinois, and started drinking Friday night. Um, and then drank. We were probably up till one one thirty in the morning. Went to bed. Woke up around six a.m. to tailgate. Um, game was at eleven a.m. So we drank that whole morning. Went to the game. Drank during the game. Obviously, game ended around two thirty. We probably got back to our friend's place around three. I passed out. Um, went to take a nap. Woke up at like six forty-five. Um, Sound like dog shit. And well, so I woke up at six forty-five, and my wife um was also sleeping and so i woke her up and i was like hey like what's the plan for tonight like you know where are we going and she's like well everybody else has passed out and she's like and i don't think anybody's gonna be able to get back up because some of our friends were were drunk and so we decided to just pack up and drive back to st louis and so that's exactly what we did <laughs> on saturday so we we're like there's no point in sitting in this bedroom for the next six and a half hours and then driving home on sunday so we drove back to st louis and then just chilled on sunday well, if you go nice. to an 11 a.m. game and you're not hung over by 6 p.m., you didn't do it right. So. Yeah, uh, I'm. I mean, I'm not going to tell you I wasn't hung over. I just I was no, no. That's what I'm saying, yeah. though. It's like you don't. If yeah. you don't have an 11 o'clock football game, if you are able to go out that night and party, oh. and drink and party all yeah. night, you didn't do the tailgate right. And speaking of speaking of that game, 
what a, what a fucking game to go to for Illinois, Indiana. The team total over for Indiana. Easiest team total corner. ever. That was insane. Oh, I'm Travi team totals. Just highest for me highest scoring Big Ten game I think <clears throat> I've seen in a long time. Dude, that so. was an insane game. I have, I have one story I want to tell. The last Beck Travis's note on if you're not hung over by 6 p.m. when you have an 11 a.m. kickoff, you're not doing it right. The last game I think I went to that was an 11 a.m. game, <laughs> I came up and stayed at Travis's place. Got We got so fucking slobber knockered at the 11 a.m. tailgate. I woke up and tried to knock tried down to the blinds. Try to collect was the there, weren't you? You were there, weren't you? Was I? I think you were. I might have been. I, I woke up. Were. I, I went. I went the same thing. Ethan. I went took a went took a nap. Came out. I guess sleepwalking, and I tried to just like crawl through the blinds. It was like ripping his blinds off the wall. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, eleven a.m. tailgates are fun, but yeah. not fun if you're trying to, you know, increase the longevity of the night. Outside of that, we all had a long weekend, but. I think we're all drinking beer. Me and Jared are both drinking Yingling. And Ethan mm. is drinking some Guinness. A little Guinness. Saw it so. in the we stopped by the gas station on the way home. Was tired of drinking Mick Ultra every single week. I was like, there's some Guinness. It's great, great choice. I was tired. I, of, I was tired of drinking whiskey. I can't wake yeah. up on Thursday being that hungover. Yeah, no. That was the same way. <laughs> uh speaking of Guinness like beer, I can't wait till he brings it to more towards the central part of the United States because so on the East Coast right now, but it just have you guys seen kind of forged Irish stout? No, no, no. So I don't I don't know about that, but they just opened the third Guinness brewery in Chicago. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're not you're not you don't know where I'm going with this. No, I'm not, but you said bringing it to the Midwest. They literally no. brought Guinness to the Midwest. Let's talk about that. No, I was talking the about forged okay, Irish Con- stout. Conor McGregor has his own stout his own version of like an, of like an Irish stout. It's kind of like Guinness like from what I hear. And he just brought it to Boston, I think like East coast. So I'm hoping it makes its way. Also side note, I'm pumped to try the Yingling Hershey's chocolate lager this year. That sounds like a headache in a can though. It's super probably, you could probably drink like one. It's like the, probably like yeah. the Schlafly pumpkin ale, probably like two or three yeah. max. And then you're done. So, but I, no, I've but seen it you... for forever and now I, now it's here in Missouri. So I obviously have not been, myself because i've not been to chicago in four years um but they did open third ever guinness brewery locations so they have the one in fucking europe they have one in baltimore um which is where i got their they have like a oh i forget what it is it's like a white lager or something like that i'm making that shit up but it's so good i had it at a baltimore orioles game a couple years ago with travis actually um, huh. They just opened up a third one in Chicago, and I think I think I'm probably lying, but I think each location has like a unique beer. Um, like the one in Baltimore is the one that produces that that lager white, that they have. The white the white stout. Yeah, and maybe they have it in Europe too. I don't know. I just I think that that's like staple of that location. You can get it in like stores and stuff local to Baltimore DC area. But I'm Bro, curious to see this, what Chicago has. Is this white stout? Is the foam black on it? Uh, not to my memory, but I also had it in a in a can. Can so, so apparently, if you pour it into a draft, the fucking the foam like a reverse. The head, <laughs> the head is black. Yeah, nice, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, very good though. Very good nonetheless. So all had fun weekends. Let's get to best thing we saw this week slash weekend. I know Ethan's got something intriguing for us. I got something kind of off the wall too. So Ethan, what do you got for us? 
Yeah. Um. Sorry, I have to restart it because for some reason it started as soon as I. Why is it playing without me? Whatever. Um. So, obviously, as you guys know, the Michigan scandal is ongoing. Harbaugh got sent to the fucking rafters, and he's he can't coach on the sidelines for the rest of the season. Whatever. Um, so you think that that would kind of be like center of attention for Jim Harbaugh. And I'm sure during this press conference, they asked him questions about it, whatever. He probably answered some stuff. But I heard this on the radio the other day, and I, I just want to get your guys' um, reactions to it without ever hearing it before, or maybe you did. Um, but this is what it is. I'm going to play it right now. Hopefully it comes through. That chicken is a nervous bird. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat meat. You know, but uh, but I was dead wrong. I, I stand corrected. These chickens are low maintenance and high production. I mean, they lay, they lay an egg every 26, 27 hours, and uh, they need water. They need food, and, uh, and I play with them, too. I let them out in the yard, and we run around, and they're happy to see me. They're happy to see me. There's there's times when doing good things for other people, and the they don't, they're not as happy to see me as my chickens are. What the fuck is that? Just immediate reactions to whatever the fuck that was. I'm first, of all, first of all, if, that, if that's Jim Harbaugh, which I think it is, sounds like he's been on fucking Bender for about fucking three <laughs> is days. Is that Jim Harbaugh? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was saying. Like all the, all the scandal stuff. And I, I don't know what the question was in the press conference. I don't chickens. know. Like, what the reaction was, but I just, I thought it was hilarious that he just went off on a tangent about chickens and about how much he loves his chickens and that they lay eggs and like they're, they're low maintenance, high, whatever production. (laughs) What what does that have to do with anything? I've never heard anyone describe a chicken like that. Low (laughs) maintenance, high production. Like that's like so passionate about the chickens. I just like, I I had to play it because it was the funniest thing I'd heard that morning. I don't know if it was, it was funny because it was like, I just woken up. I heard it on my way into work at like eight in the morning and they played a couple of clips from that press conference too. That was just the funniest one. I, I'm not going to do it right now, but I could go back and find, there were a couple of other ones that were also interesting to where I'm assuming he had probably had a few things uh, to drink before that press conference. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like he's drunk to me. Good for him, you know? Yeah, seriously. Uh, probably going to go to the playoffs. So here, I got something interesting too. Um, so I was ro- scrolling through uh, Twitter today and I saw this thing that Barstool put out and it's on Reddit. So it's from the subreddit. The subreddit is hilarious. NBA Circle Jerk is is the, is the subreddit this is, that this is from. And the, the title of this post <clears throat> is, Should the Brooklyn Nets kill five of their players to trigger a disaster draft to improve their roster? This is the this is the legit title. This headline. So apparently, he goes on to say the NBA disaster draft is a contingency plan to be used when five or more players on a team have died or have been dismembered. In the draft, the team whose players died will be able to draft the amount of players from other teams equivalent to how many they had lost. So this guy goes on to say about how they should fucking kill off members of the Nets to go do like to, should they do They're- this. If they're oh playing God. crashes. I think someone's going to be coming looking for this guy. Yeah, no shit. So, Reddit user uh, Zade Exxon or Zad Exxon. So he's probably has something to do with the fucking Exxon Mobile League too, or the mobile. Oh, school. his house definitely got swatted already today. He goes on to say he's like with the Nets having bad contracts on underperforming such as Ben Simmons, 
they could kill also kill two way players and bench warmers to fill out those five skilled in the disaster draft. That is first of all, first of all, that is way crazier Still. than what I just played. Um, so <laughs> that's that's fucking insane. Um, but how well thought out he went through that to to think about like what they could do to their roster that that sounds like an insane person to me. Surprised it hasn't been done before. And, and then he goes on. He goes, I'm and surprised somebody. And sh- you know how and sports are. What do you guys think? And should any other teams do this? And who should they kill? Is what he goes on to say. What do I think? <laughs> no, I don't think anyone should die. It, I'm surprised it's not on the Reddit. Like, am I the asshole? Am, am I the asshole for wanting to am kill the all the players on my people? team? So, like, I, I haven't been following the NBA super close. I guess the Nets aren't playing very particularly well. So this kid's like, well, fuck it. Let's just kill them all. And well, it's nice we to know that, if, you know, the Dolphins plane never crashes that they can just go steal Patrick Mahomes if they want, I guess. Well, this, this is the, that's the NFL. Yeah, this I don't know the what the NFL's rules well. are. Surely it's something similar. That's, I would hope. Really, it's you, know, like, you, just, you get to inherit the Houston Roughnecks roster. Come <laughs> yeah. on over. It's a, uh... It's just crazy to me though, and I get why, but how that's like written into the rule book. I understand, like, because you have to prepare for things like that. Like, if a plane does crash or if like some crazy, like, random incident happens, but the fact that that is written in ink somewhere is and, just and wild. The, the replies to this tweet are fucking hilarious. Holy shit, this is brilliant, is what someone said. <laughs> and like, bold move, Cotton. Let's watch and see if it's successful. Just like, I'm like, who thinks of this? Right, I, I I don't get it. <clears throat> Apparently, more than one person. Yeah, um, wild. Well, the best thing that I saw this weekend, uh, it, it isn't it isn't as off the wall as Ethan's soundbite, <laughs> and it isn't as crazy as what Jared just said. <laughs> but I think that as long as you don't hate this team, it's pretty it's pretty good. And it is Eli Drinkwitz icing Tennessee's kicker oh um, God, yes. to end the game when they're up by. Tw- 29 points just because of what Josh Heupel did last, last year. year by running in a touchdown and they could have kneeled it out. Um, amazing. Just amazing. And that's, and that's running in a touchdown after they called a timeout last year. Yeah. On four. Stupid. Yeah. With 50, with 50 seconds left. Yeah. So first of all, fuck Josh Heupel because uh, you guys, he was a former Mizzou OC yep. back in yep. the day. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a, a human slob. He's a, he's the equivalent of a piece of garbage. Um, and that program is going to go nowhere with him at the helm because any, I don't care who you are. You have a coach that acts like that. You act like a fucking child. How is the, how is the rest of your team going to act and respond to that? Um, Herman. I, well, he, yeah, he fucking, Tom Herman. Boom. Exact, exact, exactly. Well, I was going to say Josh Heupel fits the mold of Tennessee fans. And if there are any of you listening, I'm sorry. Um, but Tennessee fans, and you may not be one of them, but like the Tennessee fans I see on Twitter are just so whiny and like they're so they get so butthurt about the smallest things like the whole thing about drink was today shaking hypo's hand and saying stand we stood on business and then walking away and like making a big deal of that like it is what it is you guys lost we're six and six head to head in the last 10 years so take with that as what you will we've been to more sec championship games than you have since we joined the sec take that what you will um but it's just funny to me to to hear fans complain about a mid program like Tennessee. It's funny because all these schools, Tennessee being one of the main ones are always, you know, talk about how bad going into each year that Mizzou is. Mizzou has been, it's like, okay, we, they joined the sec. They were great 
for the first couple or the second and third year. Um, kind of had a bad stint, just like every team goes through that's not named uh, Alabama, Alabama, LSU, Georgia. Even LSU's LSU. had even LSU's had stint. some down yeah. years, yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, screw it. Obviously, they they belong there. They're ranked ninth in the country. I just thought that was hilarious. Um, that wasn't that many something to prove. And the mini movie, if you guys don't, again, if you don't, if you don't hate Mizzou, go to the Twitter and watch their mini movie that they release after uh, each week. It's great. As um, we learn every week, though, get you fired there up. are a lot of people that hate Mizzou for no reason. So you might be one of them. Maybe that'll change your mind. I don't but know. But a lot of, I feel like a lot of them correlate with where you are. You're either yep. in, in Kansas or surrounding area. Yep. Tennessee, Arkansas, Knoxville, surrounding Kentucky, area, Kentucky, Lexington, same way. I don't know I why. Think, I don't hate Kentucky. Yeah, I was gonna say that maybe some fans, but like, <laughs> like that, and then like that hatred goes one way. It's just yeah. Kentucky. To some us. some programs gonna, though it, are. I was gonna say are fantastic. LSU has been nothing but like just amazing. Dude, we went down time. to LSU. We yep. still have guys we talked to who went down to LSU. Like we still talked to him, Preston and, and Jake. We went down there like. I know their names. Preston wished me happy birthday on Monday. Like, like those dudes were amazing. And we, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say we uh, uh, this past year, obviously they came to Columbia. Apparently, I heard nothing but like people saying like nice things. And then we oh, were yeah. actually in St. Charles at the Schlafly Bankside Brewery, and there were a ton of LSU fans in there because it was like 7 p.m. and it was an 11 a.m. game. So my guess is they were on their way back. They stopped in or whatever. Nicest people that I I've met in um, quite a while. Yeah, it's gonna get worse going. next year when Texas and Oklahoma join the SEC. We're gonna have two more teams that hate us for no no good reason. Well, good. That hatred does go both ways. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be any team that welcomes them into the SEC. Yeah, uh, right. We will. We will no longer be, be be the black sheep. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, that being said, before we jump into our picks for the week, because we have a little. I say shorter, probably won't end up being shorter. Uh, we're going to jump into our game. And this is a repeat game that we've done years past. We've done it once this football season. It's going to be named that song um, from the lyrics that uh, you are given by the other person. We're, we're talking. You're, you explain this game horribly every single time. <laughs> I don't know. How, how do you? Because well, I remember the very first time I tried to explain this game, you guys laughed at me. So <laughs> we are going to Talk read to the it. lyrics. Talk to lyrics, yeah. Talk to lyrics. We're going to read the lyrics like a like in poem style, as Ethan says. Um, and the other person has to guess the song and the artist, and then we can reverse it and put it back. If they guess it, if they guess the year. Person giving out the song takes a shot. You guys know the fucking rules if you've listened to us the last like seven weeks. So, yeah, I'll go first. All right, are you guys playing um, the song after it's over? I'm. Go- well, I'll play it. I'll play it when it's over. Yes. Oh, I wasn't um, gonna, but I guess I can try to pull them up. That way, you get you like get a feel of if you didn't get it right, like the part of the song that it was. All right, so, I gotta turn my background our, audio then. Our mics might go a little haywire for the next few minutes, but uh, let me pause it and pull mine up. All right, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be some obscure ass <laughs> country song. Are you ready, folks? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What would I do without your smart mouth drawing me in and kicking me out? You've got my head spinning. No kidding. That would be uh, Mr. John Legend with All of Me. 
Wow. Got it. <laughs> Thank you, Ethan. That was my easiest one. I could fire nice. it off. Nice. What year was it made? Oh, what year was that? it? Twenty twelve. I I was gonna say that I'm not probably gonna get. Um, I feel like it was before then. I feel like that was like a no, maybe not. I was gonna say that might be like an early high school days for me, but it actually might be around twenty twelve. I was in college. I'm gonna say twenty twelve. Okay. Finally, twenty thirteen. Oh, well, I'm glad so we didn't close. go earlier. But I'm so I'm I'm like banger on these years. I'm like usually right <laughs> around it. All right. All right. Um, Good job. That was my easiest one. Fuck off. Okay. So I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think we need to play it. We don't song. need to play it. It's the very no. beginning of the song. Yeah. What would okay. I do without yours? <laughs> okay. Ready? Ready, yep. guys? Yep. No. You're, ta- you're talking shit for the hell of it. Addicted to betrayal, but you're relevant. You're terrified to look down, because if you dare, you'll see the glare. Is this your hard one? It's Taylor Swift. Um do it one karma. more time. It's Karma by Taylor Swift. It is Karma by Taylor Swift. <laughs> karma is That's- guy on the Chiefs. God, somebody blow my head off. Oh my Take God. it <laughs> and put it down my throat. I'm over it. His reaction was, was cool. so animated too, though. Like no, his his reaction did not seem not genuine. Cool. Like he was like, like fucking hands over his mouth like a girl. <laughs> like, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm over this shit, man. Not it's to only mention his fucking career is getting flushed down the toilet right now. It's only getting worse. The fucking Chiefs and Eagles play on Monday Night Football. So, oh my god, and you know she's going to be there. So bet Travis Kelsey's oh, prop. She is. She is going to be there, and their parents are meeting before the game too. So, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, I can't wait to see that nine hundred times. So what? Right. What year? What year did, the, did Karma come out? Oh, that was this is tough, wasn't it? Well, no, I can tell you. This, uh, Karma it was, wasn't it's been within the last five years. I'm pretty sure. What what fucking no, song no, no, has no, been that was, circulating was it, around though? That's that was from Reputation, Lover. was it? I think Karma's from the most recent one, right? From Midnight's. Mm, I'll let you go for it. You you got it. Because well, there's an oh, it's Cruel Summer that's from Lover. I was like, there's another song that's been like circulating around, like on social media and TikTok and stuff. It was Cruel Summer. Karma, I'm pretty sure is Midnight's, which would have come out in 2022. And Ethan Bang, that's correct. <laughs> you guys, you guys know your movies and shit. Lyrics, lyrics I know are my, my, are my I jam. know my music, but Jesus. <sighs> my funny thing is, I know the music. I know there's so much whiskey. Travis and I killed. On Saturday, that is over half a bottle. Tony, I ran through four whiskey cokes on the just on the main card alone, and then we stayed and played Madden, which was the fastest main card ever. Yep. All right, Mm. I have to read this very eloquently, or you're gonna get it right away because this is my easiest one too. How mine? Whenever you're ready. When Jared stops making a a face like that was some some rough whiskey. All right. All right, it is. All of my bitches are scared of me. I put that rod in them. All of them bitches. Yeah, Save that money by little dicky. God damn it! I knew it was going to be too easy. <laughs> it is. All what year? That is. That is. That is that no, no, that's 2015. 2015. No, 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 no. no. I, I will take a drink. I, I'm not going to tell you it was wrong. It was right. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was 2015. I there was literally every part of that song you guys would have known immediately, but I was like, this is the song I want to do from Lil Dicky because <laughs> all of his songs I feel like we know pretty well. But I was like, you know what? Maybe the Quan verse will get them thrown off. I could sing that song karaoke with no lyrics. So I thought I could, and I tried to do it, and it's way harder than what you think. No, I I know I could. Give me karaoke with that song. I will not look at the screen. I promise you, I'll do it. I'll bet you on it. I gotta tell you, All man, right. that that crown salted caramel is smooth, straight, dude. It's so. That's smooth. the first shot I've taken of it. That's not been like mixed with something. It's pretty. Yeah, good. it's amazingly smooth. Buffalo Trace is good whiskey too, but it's just yes, not. It Fun fact for all of you listeners out there: that's where I did my engagement pictures. Buffalo Trace. Very nice. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Anyways, good, Travis. Good whenever you're right, ready. Travis is up. Ready? Mm-hmm. Dark and dusty, painted on the sky. Misty taste of moonshine. Teardrop in my eye. Dark and dusky. That's... One more time. Yeah, drain it one more time. Dark and dusty. Painted on the sky. Misty taste of moonshine. Teardrop in my eye. I'm worried I have this song too, just a different part of it. But I don't want to give an answer yet because I could be wrong. Well, um, you're you better guess because I have no fucking clue. So I this I'm this is my worst game that we play, which is why I wasn't pumped about it. <laughs> is it this is my worst game that we play? Is it I remember everything by Zach Bryan? It is not. Jerry, I'll no. let you take a guess. Dark and dusky. Can you can you say the second line one more time for me? Misty taste of moonshine, teardrop. In my eye. Well, now that Ethan's got that song in my head, that's all I'm saying. I'm singing it in that rhythm. Yeah. Now I'm fucked. What is it? I don't know. I'll play it. Ready? Yeah. To oh my god. Misty taste of moonshine. I feel like I have to change my song now. That's why I didn't want to guess. Um, because you guys, it, you guys can't reverse it since you didn't get it right. But I will give you bonus if you can guess the year that "Country Road" by John Nin- Denver came out. Nineteen seventy-two. I'm going to take it. That's a no. I was just letting you guess just for fun. Oh, I was going to, yeah. I was going to guess. I just didn't. I wanted to make sure it wasn't 1972 before I did. Um, I'm going to go 1964. 71. Oh, Dude. Nice. <laughs> that was my, my, my hardest is for last, but um, you guys got it wrong. So, Ethan. All right. Sorry, I'm trying to look up a new song now because <laughs> you don't have to. We don't know what song you're gonna pick. Yeah, we did. He just said it. I literally said, I think it's the same song that I did, and then but I you guessed. said Zach Bryan. Did you guess the song? Yeah. Yeah, he said he said I remember everything. Oh, you did, yeah. he did, he did. Which by the way, you're you're probably better off to pick a different song because I would have fucking nailed that out of the Yeah, I would nail too. And didn't Jarrett do that the other day? Oh, he did the stop and go part. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But that's okay. I'll I'll, I'll I'll find one. I'll go, go ahead. Take your shot, Ethan. <clears throat> I got ninety nine problems, and they all bitches. Wish I was Jigga man, carefree living. 
but I'm not Sean or Martin Louie. I'm that Cleveland rolling with them Brooklyn boys. I know the song. Mm -hmm. I can't put the beat with it. Let me hear it one more time. Yep. I got 99 problems and they all bitches. Wish I was Jigga man. Carefree living. But I'm not Sean or Martin Louie. I'm that Cleveland rolling with them Brooklyn boys. Well, it's Lil Wayne. I think. I'm like like 99% confident because it's like. And they are. I'm not, That's what I'm thinking too, yeah, but I don't know the living. song. But I'm Martin Louis. It's a slower. It's a it's a slower Wayne song, and it might be with Drake. <laughs> I was singing the same thing. Oh it my god, be, it dude! Drake. I, you mean you mean Tua? Yeah, <laughs> Drake. <laughs> Dude, I'm stuck on the name of the song, but I am like very confident that that's at least the Lil Wayne verse. Yeah. Um, and I, I might be way off, but I can't. That's I was my head was in the same boat, but I don't know. All right, you guys give up? Yeah, I, th- I don't think I can. I mean, like you you want to you at least take a stab? You want to read it one more time? Hold on, can I? I can know, I? I is it Carter three? Can I at least know that? It is not. Okay. Then that doesn't help me at all. Um, Cause I thought it might've been on that album. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't have anything right now off the top of my head. All right, here we go. Oh my God. Now I'm so mad. We were way wrong. Yeah. Way off. It's fucking Kid Cudi. God damn it. Kid wow. Cudi soundtrack soundtrack to my life. Yep. All right. So That's you, embarrassing. <laughs> I'll give you guys. I was so confident that it was Wayne, and I don't know why. So if you guys um, can get the year right, I'll take a half a shot. 2011? Soundtrack to my life. Soundtrack to my life. I'm wrong, so I know it's around that time. Maybe 2009. I was going to say 09. 09 is correct. But Travis guessed 2011, so nope. It wouldn't matter anyway. You didn't get it right, so you can't flip it if you don't get it right. Yeah. I'm going to – I got to grab beer, but I – knew, I knew I was in high school whenever it was being played. So if it came out in 09, I would have been a freshman whenever it was – came around probably. Fudge. I, I'm, I knew it. I just couldn't – I couldn't think of it. I gotta figure out another song. I'll go with my my one that I thought was gonna be the hardest. Um, Great, but then I'll find another one after this. So, Jarrett, you ready? Yep. Okay. It is. It's a new soundtrack. I could dance to this beat. Forevermore, the lights are so bright. Oh, this is Taylor. This is Taylor Swift. Welcome to New York. What year? So now you're fucked. So this is. 
wasn't hard. So I think this is, this is from 1989. 1989. 1989. So that would have been 2000 and Billy dancing around tables at Big 12. Um, <laughs> 2000, 2014. 14. Yep. It is indeed 2014. Nicely done. Ethan's getting drunk. <laughs> I, t- I told you guys before we started that I think you're going to know all of mine. And I uh, that was my hardest one. So now I got to find a third song. I'll try to make it difficult. How was that your hardest one? Because I was hoping the way that it was read and it was right in the middle of that uh, verse Bro, that it would be. I've heard that. I've heard that fucking verse from us on the podcast at least a hundred <laughs> times. Like You picked a bad don't one care. for that. I yeah. just, I did it for the memes. Uh, Carly would be proud of me that I got 1989 the year right. I knew that more than I knew the, the years. The, oh yeah. All right, Travis, your last one. This game is a lot. This game is a lot of fun. I will admit that. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. When I was a young boy, oh, this is said, welcome put to- away those young boy ways. You thought it was going to be my chemical romance, didn't you? I now that I'm getting older, <laughs> so much older, I long for those young boy days. When I oh. was a young boy, uh, dude, when you said that, I was like, <laughs> oh, welcome me off immediately. It is the same yeah. start. It is the same start. I knew I was going to throw you off with it. <laughs> oh, I'm fucked now. Can you read it one more time now? Because I was like totally in my commitment <clears throat> stage. When I was a young boy, said put away those young boy ways. Now that I'm getting older, so much older, I long for those young boy days. When I was a young boy, oh, this is um. When I was a young boy, dude, I I Travis, oh my god, is this is this Bruce Springsteen? It's Bruce Springsteen. I don't have a clue. When I was a young boy, I was on the scene. Oh wait. Yeah, who you think it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. No, because that's I'm. I don't know if I'm on the same melody as you, but that immediately took me to Brown Eyed Girl. Um, but I don't think we were on the same melody there. So so. That's that's Van Morrison. Yeah. What do you think? Let's make a pick, boys. I got nothing. It's it, it's something by Bruce Springsteen. It's Bruce Springsteen. When I was a young boy, it might be it might be Van Morrison, Brown Eyed Girl. Let's go with that one. Sure. You're both wrong. I'm gonna play it for <laughs> you, and then yeah. you'll get it. Hurt so good. God damn it. Oh my god. Hurt so good. And if you guys would have caught my thing that loops it all together, it would have been so much easier. All artists, the name of John. See, I almost did that with all artists of the name of Zach. I was going to do the Zach Brown band, but then those lyrics were too easy. But apparently it didn't matter because you had it, Jerry. You had it. Because when I, I wanted to do that song and I I was like, wait, 
Bruce Springsteen doesn't have this song. And so I typed in the lyrics into Spotify and I was like, oh, that's Cougar. Um, <laughs> I had, year, I had, I had to for beat bonus. that. John Cougar Milkamp, that would have been 19... 1981. I'm going to go 83. You are so close every time. 82. God damn it. <laughs> one year off of every single one of mine. All right. All right here we go. God damn it. Um, I, my picks are going to be bad later <laughs> at this rate. This is shot number hopefully, four. Hopefully that you already had your picks. So. Yeah. Yeah, but me trying to articulate them is going to be real rough. <laughs> Be like, awesome. It's because they were fucking great. That's why. All right. All right. Here we go. Are you, guys, you guys ready? Yep. Born ready. When dreaming, I'm guided to another world. Time and time again. At sunrise, I fight to stay asleep. Because I don't want to leave the comfort of this place. Because there's a hunger, a longing to escape from the life I live when I'm awake. I know it, but dude, every time you're reading it God like a fucker. I know. <laughs> See, I read it like a fucker, and you guys are like, oh, that's fucking, that's fucking Lil Dicky. That's fucking Taylor Swift. Um, read it one more time. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> when dreaming, I'm guided to another world. Time and time again. At sunrise, I fight to stay asleep because I don't want to leave the comfort of this place because there's a hunger a longing to escape from the life I live when I'm awake. Ooh, I know it's Avenged Sevenfold. It's Avenged Sevenfold. It's the song that he wrote when uh, the drummer died. And I know that I'm right here. Am I right, Jarrett? Nod your head I, yes. No, I... Read the, read the second so. half one more time. Maybe the I'm second wrong, half? I, sound, yeah. I think I'm right. So the second half, because I don't want to leave the comfort of this place because there's a hunger, a longing to escape from the life I live when I'm awake. Maybe I'm wrong, but that Let's sounds make like our escape. I think it's higher by Creed. I think. Can you take me higher? <laughs> no, it, just, it, it makes so much sense. Am I right? Memes going around. You guys got to come to a guess. You got well, I, I mean, I know I, I can't name the song, but I just want to know. If, or oh, wait, I guess we'll go with Ethan's because I don't know the name of my song. I like how he plays it from the beginning. <laughs> it is indeed higher by Creed. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know where I was thinking, but the, the lyrics sounded so dark. Hey, so that I, mean, I thought that that's what it was. Yeah. I, was I, I, I should have. I shouldn't have put the escape in there. The escape gave it away. So let's let's make our escape. Yeah, yep. I suck. All right. Um, can you guys reverse it for the year? This is a tough one. Got to be the nineties, right? Yeah, I was gonna say like ninety-seven. No, because they would. When did they do the halftime? They show? played that halftime show, or no? That was the that was Thanksgiving Day. Wasn't yeah, it? Or was that when, yeah, it was Thanksgiving, but it was still at halftime. I thought for the Cowboys. Yeah, it was. And it was I want to make sure it wasn't the halftime show. It was in the. I mean, the TV was bad. 
TV, TV was bad all the way up until 2010. But we got to remember too, like even when they played it there, that means the song had to have been out. So mm-hmm. even if it was just for a year, say 99. I'm good with that. What do you think? 99. Well, you cock sucking motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm peppering around all the fucking years, and Travis fucking gets. Hey, I'm just I glad I avoided a fifth shot. That would have been nightmare. That was, for you. That was my tough. That was my that. toughest one. That was my fourth or fifth one. That was my toughest one. Which and you got to admit it was tough, Ethan. When Ethan I'm won. dreaming. Uh, well, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the way I write it, it, he carries dream out. When I'm dreaming. Yeah, and that's why I don't know if you heard me when you read that second part. I was like, yeah, go there. As soon as as soon as you hit that, I'm like, oh, he's got it. This is over. This is over. <laughs> I was, like, so I was thinking, I was thinking of a little piece of heaven by Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, what not a, a terrible great guess. song, though. Yeah, not a terrible guess. Phenomenal great song. song. Yeah, right. Next time I do, cling, 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 cling. Drip water splash. Drip <laughs> oh water. my god! Bro. Did you watch any of that actual like SNL? No, but so apparently funny. it's hilarious because yeah. I don't I don't watch it much anymore. But I was like, Timothy Chalamet is actually pretty funny. I need to watch he that one and nailed it. And Pete and Pete Davidson's episode. I, I heard both <laughs> of what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Timothy Chalamet's SNL. episode in SNL. Um, they, he, they I wish. I yeah, I need to watch some more SNL. I just feel like I just never. I'm like, ooh, when I see someone good's hosting, I'm like, oh, I want to watch that, and, and I just never do. Well, I think they put it on Hulu. So, well, right, I could probably watch it on YouTube TV. No, yeah, live. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent live. So but the problem is, you're probably sweating out Fresno State and uh, fucking the Wax School of the of the <laughs> fuck San Jose State. Uh, got boned as soon as fucking Portland's down that. twenty. Dude. What a joke. Nine and a half point favorite down. Oh, sorry, down 14 with eight minutes left. I think that's over. I'm done. I'm done with the ladder challenge officially. The ladder. No. Yep. You know what? We're just in a slump. Yeah. We just gotta be better with it. Gotta win at some point. We're taking we're, the thing, and I'm going into a deep here when people probably don't care at this point. We're taking too many just big favorites, and we need to take a little bit smaller favorites and less juice on some of these rather than taking some fucking taint universities. That's what, but that's what I was doing before, Trev, and it was working. It worked for eight days. Magic had to run out at some point, I guess. I'm saying, yeah, no, it hasn't for three in a row. It's fucking ran out hardcore. All right, Ethan, your last song. We'll talk yep. about that. I'm betting I finally found one, so here we go. Okay. Ready? And yeah. Probably gonna get it immediately as well, but you know what? It's fine. Um, now go tell them we sold out. Like we're the ones who changed. I write what I feel. I say what I mean. You can't buy sincerity. Is there somewhere I know the song and I'm thinking about it? I have no clue. Told them we're the ones that sold out. Read read it one more time. Now go tell them we sold out. Like we're the ones who changed. I write what I feel. I say what I mean. You can't buy sincerity. Oh, this is a day to remember. Uh, Downfall of us all. And the year is 2008. Wow. The fact wow. that you got the screaming part is wild to me. I know. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Jared's probably over there song. fucking looking up lyrics on his phone. Like, I know this one. What, I just gotta find it. What a it. song. But uh, best let me check the ever. year. You're probably right, but I just wanna I just want to No, no, no. 
You said two thousand. He didn't. We didn't get to discuss this. Hang on. That's two thousand. That's two thousand. You said two thousand eight, though. Okay. We watched it. I remember this was whenever we watched it on. We we're watching it on MTV. My senior year yeah. in high school, but it already came out. So my senior year was oh nine, fall of oh nine. It came out in oh eight. I promise you. I think it was the oh eight or oh seven, but I'll trust your gut on oh eight. Oh eight, final answer. Mm-hmm. It's oh it nine. Oh, I would never guess that. Um, I would guess I would, I would guess oh eight or ten. Again, Jarrett being one year off, it's fucking. It's like clockwork. <laughs> I, I'm just still impressed that you snagged the screaming verse because I, I was too, like, I'm like, I hadn't. I'd given you guys two cupcakes apparently, so I was like, you know what? I know they'll know this song, but the screaming part, like making out those lyrics. So that's crazy. I mean, I mean, I listened to that song probably every day before football practice and a football game senior high school. So, I mean, I mean I've listened, yeah, I've listened to a billion times, but I still, that's not, I don't even, I don't know where my mind goes when we're reading lyrics, but it's never in the right place. No, no dude, that's why, that's why when, when, when Ethan fucking pulled that Creed, when he started singing it in that melody, I'm like, fuck dude, I am so, so I pulled weird. a fucking seventies and eighties song out for you next, next time it's going to be some fucking yeah. Sam cook. <laughs> oh, you won't get me with Sam Cooke, though. Darling, you send me. I just thought of our next game, though. Name okay. the members, the actual names of members of a band, and we have to name, oh, we have to name I'll go band. over everything. I will okay. be so good. So, so, so would I. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I love the idea, but the execution yeah. for me would be so bad. They would have to be like, yeah, because I mean, it's either going to be obvious or nobody gets it. Like yeah. fucking, if you do uh, what's his name, like Kroger from Chad, Chad Kroger. Kroger, Chad Kroger, like that'd be the only like the only people you'd get would would be lead singers. Or I would know the names like Axl Rose, but then I'd like or like or like if, if if I did Dave Grohl and Kurt Cobain and somebody uh, and the other guy, you guys would be like, oh, that's that's Nirvana. Nirvana, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be tough. It would. Really Never tough. mind. Really Good idea in theory. I like where the head's okay. at. All right. But so I think we're rolling for our picks. All right, let's roll into college where the boys are humming at the moment. Um, again, not tooting my own horn, but the team totals are on point. Not sure how many. I've, I, don't, I haven't been keeping track, but I don't think we've gotten a whole lot wrong since. Um, let's roll into college football. Uh, I have one. I'll go with my first one. It is an 11 a.m. game on Saturday or the early slate, wherever the fuck you live. Michigan at Maryland. 11 a.m. Michigan minus 19 over unders 50 and a half. There's multiple things I like in this game. I like the spread. I like the total. I like the team total. But as I kind of preface to start this, we already know where we're going. We're going back to the well. Michigan just allowed the most points that they have all year long to Penn State, a top 10 ranked team on the road in Penn State in a tough environment, still only allowed 15 points. Maryland, on the other hand, they've been struggling, coming off back-to-back games where they've scored 15 against Penn State at home and 13 against Nebraska on the road. This team, they're playing the number one defense in the country, and the team total is at 15.5. Love it, because two – Tua's brothers are gonna get eaten alive. It's uh, 
it's on my card, Trev, and we're not going to do this again back-to-back weeks where you take my first two picks, so I get the next one. Um, but I want to add one thing to it. We're, we're already taking it, and it's going to be at least a two-unit banger because I love yeah. this pick. Um, the only thing I wanted to add, for those of you who might be doubting out, out there, um, all the things that Travis just said, Maryland is ranked outside the top 100 in rush yards per game. Their rushing um, offense is not good. They rely heavily on their passing game, which ranks just outside the top 25. Michigan, Travis just alluded to, has the number one ranked defense in general, but they also have the number one ranked passing defense, scoring defense, and red zone defense in the entire country. This team is not going to score on Michigan if they cannot throw the ball because they definitely cannot run the ball against this Michigan defense. With that being said, I also like Michigan minus 19. If you want to parlay them together, go for it. Either one of them could hit, but I like the under 15 and a half. I don't think they allow the most points that they have all season long to Maryland. I believe the game yeah. under was also 50 and a half, which seems ridiculously high to me. So that's right. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, it could be like 44 to 10. Yeah. True. 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 Yeah. All right, Jared, what do you got? Uh, so I have a game at 2 30 on Saturday. My first, actually, I have two 2 30 games on Saturday. I only have three college picks this week. Okay. Um, my first one is UNC at Clemson. I like UNC plus seven on the road at Clemson. UNC six and four against the spread. Um, they've never been a dog all year long, though. Um, and I think there's a reason for that. Drake May is a, is a great quarterback. Clemson, while they have been playing good as of late, they're only four and six against the spread this year. Um, I, I just think this game is going to be a lot. I think Clemson's – and look at the competition Clemson's played. I mean, the teams they've beaten recently are not – are not world beaters by any stretch of the measure. They've beaten Georgia Tech. Yeah, they beat Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's overrated every fucking year, let's be honest. Uh, but they lost to NC State, lost to Miami, beat Wake Forest by five points. Meanwhile, UNC has beaten Duke. Um, they also lost to Georgia Tech, but they have, have a Georgia Tech bug. They beat a Miami team that Clemson lost to by 10. Um, so I, I like the, the Tar Heels plus seven on the road. Not saying they're going to win, but I think they keep it within a touchdown for sure. So, pardon my ignorance. I just have one question. Is Clemson fighting for a bowl game, or are they already bowl eligible? They're already bowl eligible. Then, yeah. And I don't hate that pick at all because I think if Clemson had more to play for, because I think at this point in their season, um, already being bowl eligible, I do not think they are playing for obviously like a New Year's six. I don't even know if they're playing for a group of six bowl. So, no, I don't know if there's a whole lot of like will there. Whereas, like UNC, you know, this was supposed to be the year. I know they had some. Some hiccups, they're not quite there anymore, but I think they've still got something to prove. Um, <clears throat> so I don't hate that at all. So, yeah, know. so the, they play UNC this week, and they play South Carolina next week. I, I think this this is a 7-5 and five team for sure. Madison, they're going to lose to UNC at home, but the plus 7 was too hard <clears throat> not to have to look at. I just hope they don't get run all over up and down the field. Uh, they're, they're right in the middle of the pack, a little bit below average. North Carolina is defending the run. Clemson has two very good backs. Um they let up a good amount of points to backup quarterback for Duke. That's the only reason I didn't have this on my card, but I I, uh, I kind of like it. So we'll, we'll, we'll put a question mark next to it. Travis, what's your second pick? Like I said, I only have three college picks this week. All right. <clears throat> I'll go with my second pick because I think Ethan might have this other one. Uh, my second <laughs> pick is the 230 game. Uh, it is the UNLV at Air Force. Jarrett has it. Air Force is minus three. Um, UNLV, we've they've been a low-key wagon lately. They are the best team in the country against the spread at nine to one. 
Air Force, on the other hand, is coming off two really stinker losses. They got the doors blown off them by Army, uh, and then they just lost to Hawaii. Meanwhile, UNLV, like we said, they're a heater. They have a very solid offense. Their defense is stout. Their only loss this year is to Michigan. No, I mean, that's the, it. That was the Fresno, too. By a touchdown. Oh, they covered the spread. They covered the spread, though. Yeah. They're only – that's what I meant because I was looking at their against the spread. Their only loss against the spread was to Michigan. Uh, they're the better team here. They have better unit on both sides of the ball. You can take the three points and keep them out like UNLV money line. Oof. I, I had UNLV. I had UNLV plus three to be safe, um, but we can talk about that. We can talk about UNLV plus three or money line. I I love this pick because to further back up that um, Air Force is five and five against the spread, just two and three in their last five. And like Travis said, that Hawaii loss is bad. They didn't lose to Hawaii. They were twenty. I think 20 point favorites against. Let me look it up on the action network. They were Air Force was 20 and a half point favorites at Hawaii and they lost 37 to 13, 27 to 13. That was by two touchdowns when they're 20, 20 and a half point favorites. It's a 35 point swing. And they also lost to Army. <laughs> Insane. 30, they, all, they also <clears throat> lost to Army 23 to 3 the week before when they were 18 and a half point favorites. So but they, if you look at their schedule, they haven't beaten anyone impressive. Yes, you could say San Jose State, who's played some teams tough. Uh, Wyoming. Wyoming, who, but again, Wyoming isn't really anything which we've seen outside of home. Uh, Navy, Colorado State, San Diego State, Utah State, Sam Houston, and Robert Morris. Like, those are nobodies. We've seen what <clears throat> Army's defense is against the pass. Uh, Colorado Air State was. Colorado, yeah, sorry, Air Force's defense was against the pass. Colorado State was tossing the ball over before it started to dump snow in that Blizzard game. Uh, I UNLV think also, UNLV is also four and zero against spread as as a dog. UNLV is gonna they're gonna route them. Sorry. Okay, so this is a for sure play. I think it's a for sure two uniter. Whether it's plus three or money line, we can decide. We need that. the we need the we need the units. We gotta go money line. Gotta go risky. Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking right. give you one as well. That's a three point spread that I love money line on. Um, it's a Thursday night game and I'll give you all my reasons. If you guys were scared to stay away from it, whatever um, fair, but it's Boston college at Pitt. Um, Pitt has been horrendous this year. Boston college has been very up and down. Um, Boston college is the three point dog. And I love Boston college money line here. And I'll tell you why Boston college has a very strong run game and Pitt's front seven has been abysmal all season long. They're letting teams just run all over them. On top of that, Boston College's quarterback, Thomas Cassianos, is second in the country as a rushing QB, has over 800 rushing yards. The only QB he's behind in rushing yards is Jaden Daniels from LSU. Um, They have a top 15 team in rushing yards per game and a top 30 team in rushing yards per attempt. Pitt ranks outside the top 100 in rushing yards allowed in yards per attempt and rushing defense as a whole. I think they're going to run all over this pit team. Um, I think that they'll be able to contain them enough in the passing game. I think they're going to win this game outright. So I love Boston College money line at plus one thirty-five. But if you want the three-point spread, you can give that as well. I do too. I'm going to bet it. Uh, I didn't put it on my card because I got burned on a rat line with Oklahoma State last week. And I'm it is a rat line. It's weird. I'm, yeah, but. I'm finally getting burned on <clears throat> on rat lines, but you almost have to take. Ones that are just so egregious like this that you know, come yeah. on, how is Pitt a three point favorite? Yeah, 
insane. I uh, I saw it and I was like, I don't I don't understand it at all. So I had to look deeper into it, and I was hoping that I'd be proven wrong, and I wasn't. So okay, right. I like it. I'm looking at it right here, and I mean, yeah, money's all over Pit too. Build so. your bank for the weekend. That's, money's all over pit or for it. bets money and bets are all over pit yeah which vegas is weird, Ve- vegas is vegas isn't right all the time so what i'll say about that all right 60 well, 62 62 no. of bets on on pit 77 percent of money on pit that would mean that vegas is right because that means vegas is going to cash in if bc if boston college wins true true yeah <clears throat> so all right junior Oh, yeah, like I said, I only have one left now officially because Travis took one of mine. Um, okay. You guys aren't going to like it, but I'm going to bet it. If you guys don't want to bet it, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I'm going to bet it. Mizzou is playing Florida this weekend. Mizzou's minus 11 and a half. <laughs> listen, 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 it's listen. So listen, high. listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> it's at home, senior night. This team's Playing something to prove, we said all, all along. We are seven and three against the spread, and we've covered our last, I think, five. And Florida's three and seven against the spread. They are zero and two as double digit dogs this year. Zero and two as double digit dogs. Think about what we just did, in Tennessee. Think about we almost beat Georgia. Florida has beaten nobody really this year, and. The games they've played have been horrendous. They lost three in a row. They got fucking blown out by LSU, didn't cover the 16 and a half there. They lost to Arkansas, and they got blown out by Georgia by 23, didn't cover the 14 and a half there. So they're 0-2 in their last three even in double-digit double digit spreads. I feel like this Mizzou team is heating up, only going to get better. Um, 11 and a half for Mizzou at home on senior night. I was going to do you one better with uh, the – the biggest senior on the team's yardage prop, Mr. Cody Schrader. But my God. <laughs> what is it, like 124 and a half? 110 and a half. Yeah, no, thank you. On but he, did, he hits it, but he hits it. <clears throat> Pretty consistently, yeah. Rushing? What's his rushing and receiving, I wonder? I don't, I don't know, know if that, know. I don't know if they do those for college. They don't. And especially after last week, if they do. His receiving is only 24 and a half. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I kind of like that. But he did only have three catches last week. It was just yeah, three one catches of them for was like a 60, 15 yards. Yeah. Yeah. One of them was like 60 something yards. Randy Moss type shit. Um, um, I, this one, the I'm not, I don't hate the pick, but I worried about it because this feels like a game. I'm not saying Mizzou's going to lose. I think they win this game. But it feels like a game where, for some reason, just it gets close at the end. Maybe they pull away at the beginning, but then they let Florida back in it, and they end up winning this game by like <clears> seven <throat> to eight points. And that's that's what makes me nervous as a backdoor cover. That's the it's only seen, thing. Yeah, it feels like one of those, uh, you know, kind of laugh-in-your-face moments where, you know, the media, everyone was talking about Mizzou, what they did to Tennessee. Now they're 11-point favorites, and people are going to be like, ha. You know, even if, like, even if we just sneak out a win. Yep. Yeah. Also on senior night that might let some guys play who don't normally play. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't hate. I don't know your, if going to do all that. I don't hate your thought process though, because I think Mizzou right now, especially after you know, like watching that video and seeing how Drink was talking to the players and stuff, is like they they mean business and they are like they're it's fucking 
Sherman to the sea march in the Civil War where they just fucking ran over everybody until they got to the coast. Well, it's like <laughs> one of those. It's like, you know, 37-20 with a minute 15 left and they run right. in a touchdown. Yeah. To, uh, we win by 10, you know, some bullshit yeah. like that. True. The 11 and a half is a weird number. I like all your data to back it up. I just hate betting on Mizzou. So I, would, I mean, Ethan liked it last week. I liked it last week. We didn't bet it and they fucking rolled. Um, so... But I do. All right. I do hope that we roll and we don't let down and drop a game that we shouldn't. So. All right. All right. So. <clears> I got two me. left. No, Ethan, uh, we, we haven't. We've gone Ethan in a while. Go ahead. I have two left as well, so you can yeah, go ahead. It's say. not a big deal. I appreciate um, you though, Jared. Saturday at two thirty. <clears throat> big game. It is the number one team in the country, Georgia, squaring off at Tennessee. Georgia's ten point favorites over under fifty eight and a half. I don't care that this game's in night and uh Neyland Stadium. I just don't. Georgia has shown they are dominant, unfortunately. Once again, Tennessee, disappointing team. They fall apart at the end of the year every single fucking year. If UGA can beat Mizzou by nine and Ole Miss by 35, I have a pretty darn good feeling that Georgia can cover this 10 point spread against Tennessee. Um, you know, I don't have a whole lot of data to back it up. But the one thing that I will say is that if Georgia cannot cover a 10-point spread against Tennessee, <clears throat> give the SEC title to Alabama. And are, are they at home? It's in Neyland Stadium. No, so it's in Tennessee. In Tennessee. I, I still don't hate that. I think, for me, you talk about <clears throat> data to back it up. This isn't data, but it's, it's the eye test, and there's data that goes with the eye test, and it's just the stats. But I feel like Carson Beck is like – he has found his rhythm in that offense. And it'll be – that's this is Brock Bauer's, Brock Bauer's second week back. The one thing I I like about betting Georgia in semi-close spreads like this is Kirby Smart does not fucking let up. Yeah. He yeah. Does not and, they could be up I, by I do, 24 and he's trying and he gets pissed when they let up a first down. And let me let me reiterate before people are like, what do you mean found his rhythm? I'm not saying that Carson Beck has been bad this year or average or whatever. He's been good all year long. I mean, like he is at the point right now where it feels like that he's just gonna go out there and throw darts every single game. That's that's what I mean by that. He's in his rhythm, he's in his bag, and Tennessee's gonna feel that this weekend, I would have to imagine. So Yeah. If we don't want to include it, that's fine, but that uh just the ten. I mean, I don't know how you're going to make them. I get they're on the road, but a uh, smaller underdog than Mizzou was. Also, like if you if you're Tennessee, like you're so like like your letdown is so much after this weekend that you're dragging into that game. Like you got stomped by a team that you were so confident in beating this past weekend, and now you have to go and play the number one team was, in the country. Like, Tennessee just lost their Super Bowl. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Easily, yeah. they got, they got Georgia's murdered. just like their fucking conference title game. That's all. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, this was my least confident pick of the week um, as well. I guess you could say I I still like this pick, but it was my my lowest on the scale. Um, it's a Saturday at six thirty p.m. game. It is a Big Ten game. Um, I, you know I like to dive deep in the Big Ten games. Um, it is Nebraska at Wisconsin in arguably an important game for both teams. They're both five and five. They both still have an outside shot at the Big Ten West title um, because <laughs> Iowa is so hit or miss. Um, I know that I know they're eight and two, but Iowa is so hit or miss. Um, both of these teams, Nebraska especially, right. because if Nebraska wins this week, they play Iowa next week, and the winner of that game would win the Big Ten West. Um, they're five and five and because they Iowa only have three losses two. in the Big Ten. 
Uh, Nebraska has three losses. record first? No, it's conference record. No, conference record. Always oh, conference record. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind. So, um, Nebraska, theoretically, if they went out, could win the Big Ten West. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's very unlikely. <clears throat> Iowa, as bad as they are on offense, is just as good on defense. Um, but they have that outside shot. They also are vying for a bowl game. I think that that is what gives them kind of the edge here, along with some other things. But I like Nebraska plus five here at Wisconsin, 630. Um, like I said, they're both five and five, um, both with that chance of the Big Ten West title. But also, Nebraska's lost their last two um, by a combined six points. Wisconsin has lost their last three, including a 14-point home loss to Northwestern last week, whom Nebraska beat. Um, again, just like Travis said on the last game, I don't have a ton of statistics to back this up, but the eye test tells me that Nebraska wins this game outright. So the plus five to me is a little more comfortable and feeling like this is at least still a close game. Big 10 battle, low scoring um, could end up being like a 20 to 17 game or something along those lines. <clears throat> okay. I'll throw something at you later. If we, uh, if we're looking at unit wise to, yeah. to rattle on with your pick. Uh, my last is a Saturday. It's also, it's an 11 a.m. game. It is coastal Carolina at army. Uh, coastal is a four point favorite, but they are on a heater lately. They've won their last five straight. They are the second best team in the country against the spread at eight and two army. On yep. the other hand, three, six and one against the spread. And they're just, I mean, they're not a good football team. I don't, I don't care what you say. Yes. They could, they beat air force, but again, army air force, that was their super bowl. Just about, um, I know they had the army Navy game, yada, yada, but coastal Carolina is on their third string quarterback. And they came out last week and they beat a pretty decent Texas state team. Um, I wanted to bet on them. I wanted to bet, bet on them. And I said, I thought that I didn't want to bet on Jared. Oh, yeah. Guess. It's a third string quarterback. Jared, well, I thought Jared Guess was playing. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Didn't make our card. Um, but they're hot right now. So I like Coastal minus four at Army. Don't care if it's on the road. Uh, this was uh, this was uh, almost on my card pick. So it was almost an almost on my card pick as well. Um, <laughs> so if me and Jared have a half. A pick there, and you have a full peak pick. Does that mean two units on this game? <clears throat> Again, we'll see where our units lie because I got something cooking up in the back of my brain. Let's get your last pick. Okay, fair. Um, my last pick is one that's a scary pick, but I felt really comfortable about it. It's a big game. That's why it's scary. Um, it's also at 630. It's Washington at Oregon State. Um, Washington money line just yelled at me. It's they're they are undefeated. They are on the edge of a college football playoff. I know Oregon State's a good football team, but they have the two losses. Oregon or Washington's undefeated, including a win at Oregon. Um, again, this is this is less statistics. Although I did have this stat here that like eighty five percent of the money is on Washington, but only twenty seven percent of the bets, um, which is a crazy line. Now, granted, that was earlier today probably more bets have come in since then. Um, but it's just, if you're Washington, you can't lose. Like th- this is literally your bid at the college football playoff. If you lose one game, I think you're out. I really do. So. Yeah, I hear you there. I had like, I didn't have it on my card, but I was probably going to end up betting Oregon state money line um, at home. They're the 11th ranked team in the country. The only reason is because of Washington's defense cannot stop. Yeah a cold um they've they've struggled in their last three games they beat stanford by nine beat usc by 10 who's we've seen is not a very good team and they beat utah 
with a backup quarterback by seven at home um, while letting up over a hundred points to those three teams total tough. It's tough. It is. It is. That's why I said like like it's a scary game. So here's what we got. We've got Maryland team total under for two units. UNLV money line for two units, Boston College money line for a unit. That's five. Um, I say yeah. we throw Jared's UNC pick in there. Yep. Um, for a unit. unit and a half. Okay. I'm down for a unit and a half. Unit and a half. That makes six and a half. Here's what I was going to cook up for you guys um, Mizzou, Georgia, Mizzou, Georgia Coastal money line parlay. Yeah. What is that? No clue. I was just throwing it at your guys' waist. Oh, I was, I'll, I'll I was throw it right little, now. I got a you. Feeler in the water, um, because I don't think. I mean, there's there's no shot in the world. You could fucking take me to my grave with this that Georgia loses that game. Uh, so so we so here, here so that's only but we're at two four five seven and six, six and a half six and a half. We could do two units on that. I, I do like Ethan's Nebraska plus five pick. I was going to say if we had a unit to spare, we just throw a unit on Nebraska to win. Yeah, I, I almost like the plus five better. I mean, the, okay. it gives us a little cushion because we got we got another money line dog and we got two money line dogs in there that I think the spread could cover in both UNLV and BC, where they could lose and still cover that plus three spread. So okay, we're Nebraska. We're getting we're getting the five on. Most we'll just take Nebraska on the five. Ethan, what do you got with us on that parlay? What time does uh, Coastal Carolina play on Saturday? 11 a.m. That's why I couldn't find it. For some reason, I thought you said 2.30. Give me like two seconds. You did say, he did say 2.30. You oh, might have said I said, 11, I said oh, it's 11 a.m. game, but it is my last pick. Don't, don't. Nope, nope. I'm, do I'm, me. I'm throwing it in your face. <laughs> it is. I, I mean. Plus 1.30. Oh, really? yeah. I mean, you got to think. So Georgia is. But I thought the two teams minus like four sixty. Missouri's That's minus four fifty, and then Coastal's minus one eighty. So, so plus one thirty. Throw two units on that. Two, four, six, seven, eight and a half total. Do we throw a unit so, and a half on Nebraska? What was? What, um, are you more confident BC or Nebraska, Ethan? I'm BC. a million times more confident in BC. Yeah. So I'll do a unit yeah. and a half on BC and then one unit on Nebraska. There we go. Easy this pie. Go. We've got six total. I'll run through it for you guys real quick in case you all got lost in translation. Maryland under 15 and a half for two. We've got UNLV money line for two. We're doing a parlay, which we got to hit one eventually. Mizzou, Georgia Coastal plus 130 for two. And then we've got. UNC plus seven for a unit and a half. BC money line tonight, if you're listening to this, for a unit and a half. And then Nebraska plus five for a unit. I like it. I love the I love the college card. It might be dangerous, but I love it. So all right. There we go. It's going in the That's it. Troll into it. Who's got the first pick for NFL? I I do. Ethan has a Thursday night game, he said though. It was so the it was the BC oh, game. Yep. Okay. I have Thursday night. Game. Thursday night NFL pick. All right. It's uh Bengals Ravens. 
you guys know me in these in, the, in these first half spreads and these first quarter spreads. I'm actually <laughs> five and one in them. This is a first half spread in a Thursday night game. Cincy at Baltimore. I'm taking the Ravens minus one and a half first half. Yeah, on Thursday night. I, I like a that. game too. Yeah, but I like Ravens. I like the first half because I feel like that the Ravens come out strong and the Bengals do not, and that is a recipe they're, for exactly what you're about to say. They're slow starters. Ravens best team in the league first half spread. They're eight and two against the spread in the first half. Bengals are four and five, and like Ethan said, they're slow starters and they're banged up on a short week where T Higgins is in slow. Play. Yeah, they're they're yeah. just they're just a slow team, and I think I think with this game being in Baltimore. I think I love the one and a half here because basically they're going into halftime up, up. If they're up, this is covering. That's not no chance of them being up like there is a chance, but there's no chance of being like 21 20 or like, you know, 17 or like, you know what I'm saying, 14 13. I'm, I'm driving to your house if fucking Justin Tucker misses an extra point. Hey. It could get blocked. <laughs> Their special teams has been a disaster. Or actually, sorry, I, I take it back. It would technically be Evan McPherson because if they missed an extra point, they'd be down one at halftime and the spread's one and a half. So, yeah, if Evan McPherson misses an extra point, I'm driving to your house. Okay, all I'm, yeah, that, that's, all I'm saying is like my, my first quarter and first half spread bets that I've given out over the last few weeks because I've certainly noticed that trend. They're five and one. I mean, in, in Baltimore is like. <clears throat> money in those first quarter and first halves oh yeah no i so i i 100 agree i'd almost alt this to minus two and a half if i could um for plus money because like you i mean you literally just said it cincinnati slow ravens are fast the data backs it up they could be up 14 and still lose this game in the second half but i think that they're up yeah i don't much. think they lose this game um i like that pick better I'm just throwing something out there for the folks listening. If you like the Ravens in this game, you go. Uh, a lot of sports books have this line. You do the halftime, full time, uh, Ravens and Ravens. Mm. It's even money. Uh, nice. Just to be, just to win that half and be winning at the end of the uh, game. The end of the game. Yeah. So, but the Ravens minus first half basically would ensure that unless you get burned by the point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, Ethan, let's see what you got. I only have three picks this week, but I'll go ahead and jump into my first one. Um, it's Sunday at noon. It's the Chargers at the Packers. It's the Chargers minus three. I this line makes no sense to me. I don't care how the Chargers play. I don't care about how their coaching has let them down. I don't care how Justin Herbert hasn't necessarily been able to close out fourth quarters. It's not going to come down to a fourth quarter. The Packers are not good. Like. They went out, they had a good game against the Rams team with a backup quarterback, and then they got out last week and they got owned by a team that they should have probably beaten in the moment. And now you're playing an offensive firepower in the Chargers. The Packers defense is more than banged up, and they're playing dudes like Valentine, who they drafted in, I believe, the fifth or sixth round this past year. Um, I I don't see there's how there's any way that the Chargers lose this by any less than seven. My one caveat to that is the, is the cold weather. We're getting into Green Bay in November. Chargers are a West Coast team. That's my <clears> one caveat there. That's it. That's all I'll say. I know it's only I don't one player, it. but Herbert played in Oregon. True. So if if it, I mean I could look up the the weather. I'm not sure what it is, but if if it's over 40 degrees, 48 degrees is the high that day. 
Yeah. So I think um, I think he's probably fine. But I, I do hear you, and it is the Chargers. We know how that shit goes. But, but come on. It's it's one of those two where we go back to one like how bad can you be throughout the season? Yes, we thought we right, thought yeah. the same thing with the Bills on Monday night, but do we really think they're going to start four and six? And I know minus three is a little bit more than just a win, but come on. <clears throat> All right. My first one is a noon game. It is Cowboys at Panthers. Um, I wanted to take a couple things in this game. Last week, the Cowboys just crushed their team total. While I do like that at over 27 and a half, uh, it's right around even money. <clears throat> I think they score that, but I, if they score that, they also cover the spread. Carolina is a league worst one and eight against the spread, while the Cowboys are six and three. Cowboys have also outscored teams with losing records 236 to 95 this year, which is outrageous. They blow teams away with losing records. You parlay them both in a single game, but I think whichever one you take here is the safer bet, but I think Cowboys minus 10 and a half is safer. Yeah. And if you can even get them down to minus 10 by Sunday, maybe you want to hold out. I'm not super confident that they'll go higher. And if at that point, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But at, that 10, at that point, at that point you just people. take the Dallas, you just take them over 27 and a half though. Yeah. yeah. But I think, I mean, if they're scoring 28 points, you're beating this team by double digits. Yeah, for sure. I, I think so too. Yep. I think so I like too. Epic. Okay. They just, crush, they just crush bad teams every time. Yeah, they do. Outside of the Cardinals. That is the one caveat, but. Still. Okay. So I'll go to my next one. I typically have four picks this week. One's like a it, – it's kind of like what Travis did. I have two picks the same game. I'll let you guys decide which one you think is better. Uh, but th- that's not this one. This one's a Sunday at noon game. Um, it's Pittsburgh at Cleveland. We just found out that Deshaun Watson is done for the year uh, with sh- shoulder surgery. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Travi team totals here and go with Cleveland under 16-and-a-half against, against the Steelers. That seems like a lot of points to score against a good defense with a fucking terrible ass quarter. I don't know who's the back quarterback. Who is it? There. So Cleveland is starting Dorian Thompson Robinson this week, officially. Yeah, he's gonna get fucking. He's gonna get fucking absolutely hammered by DJ Watt. So you guys start. You guys start infringing on my picks, and it's gonna start fucking things up. I I also had a pick in this game. What did you have in this game? I didn't have anything. I'm just saying, you guys are starting to take my team totals. Noticing that there's oh. a fucking, there's some <laughs> shit you can figure out. I uh, uh, I mean to add to it, I don't hate it, Jared. Though I had Steelers money line in this game. Um, yeah, right now they're plus one fifteen. I don't. Well, mm-hmm. they were earlier in the day. I don't know where they're at right now. They might be favorites now. Even um, even even money. Okay, but they were plus one fifteen earlier in the day, which is why I like it even more. Pittsburgh. Fun fact, and you've probably heard this stat a million times now. Um, they have been outgained in every single game this season. All nine of them, they have been outgained in total yardage. They are six and three. It, it, it's they're the only team in history to ever be above five hundred when they're getting outgained in their first <clears throat> nine games. They are three games above five hundred. That to me, they've been winning the turnover game, which is why they've been in games and winning games. If you got Dorian Thompson Robinson starting behind center for Cleveland, as good as their defense is, if they get a couple of turnovers, gets them in plus territory, that's how they win this game. 
Yeah, I I almost like that a little bit better. Only reason because Jared's because they let up a ton of points to Jordan Love this past week. I know obviously he's a little bit better in DTR because we had that first half under. But I just don't see a way that they win this game with him under center. Um, I talked about how the Steelers, you know, are getting outgained. Still have a winning record, but they're finding out their identity a little bit more on offense. They named Jalen Warren as starting running back. They were trying to not push Najee, push Najee. Just wasn't good. They officially it. named him as starting running back. I missed I that. So. I like that even better. Well, yeah, Najee scored a touchdown last week, though. So did Jalen Warren, and he had, I think, like 10 carries for 85 yards or something stupid. Let me double check, but I believe I saw that because I went and picked him up in fantasy because of that. Yes. Everywhere, Jalen Warren named starting running back over Najee Harris. Cool. I have Najee Harris in the league, but whatever. (laughs) All right. So we got those two. We can decipher it a little bit later. My next pick is the Sunday afternoon game, late afternoon game. It is the Jets at Bills. Bills are seven-point favorites. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Coming off the firing of Ken Dorsey, Bills were desperate for some sort of change, but I'm not sure that that was the move they had the ninth ranked scoring offense in the league keep in mind ken dorsey wasn't the one that was throwing all the interceptions for josh allen (laughs) believe it or not the last time out bills lost to the jets 22 to 16 on the road this time they come in with a fresh offensive coordinator which is their quarterbacks coach which i also am not a big fan of so they're going to be forcing the ball to Stefan Diggs. Guarantee it. I would imagine they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. They were running the ball really well on Monday night. Didn't want to go to it a lot. Threw the ball a lot. Now they're going to throw the ball even more. Bills have scored <clears throat> more than 24 points in just four of their 10 games this year. Jets have allowed more than 24 points in just two of their nine games this year. Taking the Bills team total under 24 and a half. Yes. I like it. Yes. Um, real fast. I, th- I, I think I think they squeak it out. I I, I really do. There's yeah, no I'm not saying they lose, but 24 and a half. Come on, that's a yep. lot. Yep. I I just wanted to say real fast, the Ken Dorsey firing, to me, is like one of the most questionable moves that that, that franchise could have done at this point because people wanted yeah. to see shit happen. Exactly. Yeah. He was the he was a scapegoat and a horrible scapegoat at that. Like there there are other things I guess you technically could have done. But I, I so I heard this on the radio earlier today, and that's why it stuck out to me is that you might have been struggling, but you are still in plenty of contention for a playoff spot with a team that does have the potential to get there if they put it together. And so you went out and you fired the one guy who's been getting you there. You have a banged up defense, so you're relying on your offense, and the guy who is getting it done on offense, at least from a play calling standpoint, you just let go. Now you've you've basically at this point thrown away your season. Like that's that's yeah. kind of what I mean. It was it was questionable at best to me too. Um, so here he, here's my thing with the Bills is that firing your offense, like Trev said, you're probably a quarterbacks coach, offense coordinator, which means you're trying to force the ball in Josh Allen's hands. Josh Allen is is responsible for the most touchdowns in the league this year. You know what else he's he's the most responsible for? Most picks. The most turnovers for offense this year. Not only picks, fumbles. Just sh- I, 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 he is. Kurt Warner was on Chase Daniels' podcast, which 
that makes my heart happy in, in more ways than you can even imagine. But Kurt Warner was on Chase Daniels' podcast, and Kurt Warner said he's forcing himself out of the pocket for no fucking good reason. Like, even when there's not pressure, he's running and trying to force something and not, like, sticking his foot in the ground and, like, going to his first read. So I, I, I love this because the Jets are no way going to give up 24 points to this team. So, yeah, this is – I think this is – one of my favorite picks that we've given out on the NFL card. You know, what I also kind of like in this game, but I'm, I'm worried that it's almost going to be minus in terms of uh, the money <clears throat> instead of plus money is a sauce Gardner pick, because if you're going to force the ball to Stefan, no way. I, I don't know though. This is my reason. Josh Allen, most interceptions in the league this year against the guy who is, is one of the best corners in the league. A, in a game where, like you said, you're going to force the ball to your best receiver that you're going to be covering. I hope it's not minus money, but if it's plus money, Sauce Gardner interception, that that feels like a really good bet to me. I'm not saying we're putting it on the card by any means. I'm just saying I might take that with all of what you guys just said. <clears throat> okay. It's good. Where Josh Allen's draw pick is minus 175. Side note, have you guys ever done a Zen where the pouch is busted open? No. I'm oh not. no! That sounds horrible. This guy's busted open, Travis. Should I, should I pitch him? Pitch him in your. I mean, you're gonna get that shit in your mouth, but go for it. I don't even know what's inside of there. What is it like? Fucking pebbles? Because it's not tobacco. So, so the chill is just strictly nicotine. That's all it is. Right, but we what is what is fucking nicotine made out of? That's my thing. What is in the pouch? <laughs> Crack cocaine. <laughs> It's in my gums now. <laughs> anyway, because you get that shit in between your teeth. But all right, so my next pick is a Sunday game. It's also at noon. This is a game I have two picks in. I want to lean on you guys. It's like, okay, which one do you think is better chance of hitting? It's the it's the Bears at Lions game. Okay, so I got two picks: Lions minus eight full game, or Lions minus four and a half first half. What do you think? So, reasoning behind this, Lions are 7-3 against the spread, trade up this year. Bears are 3-5-2 and 2-3 and two and three on the road. The Lions are also 7-2 against the spread first half this year. Is Bajit starting? No, it's Justin Fields this week. Huh. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That Changes like a little bit because it they have been without him for so long that I don't know what they do. I can't do that, by the way. Oh my god, that wasn't so intense. <laughs> it's that shit literally cocaine. that shit soaked into his gums. Um, <laughs> no, I I'm kind of with Travis on the the Justin Fields thing being back only because we haven't seen okay. it in a while. Toss Justin it. Fields we is have, a little more dynamic. We have so much. Just toss it. Just toss a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I I, I, I like they could lose by twenty four. I like first I half a whole lot more than I liked full game. But. Yeah, me too. Because I th- I do think it feels a starting either going to start slow. He hasn't played in a while. Yeah. Or they come out but. and they beat him twenty one twenty. You know. Yeah. That's All fine. Right. We'll leave it off. Fuck it, Ethaniel. We'll do it live. Um, I have one pick left. It is a Saturday. I don't know why I said Saturday. It is a Sunday. 
at 325. If it was a Saturday, that'd be crazy. Um, it is Seattle at Los Angeles. Um, money line. Yes. Which one? Seahawks money line. Yeah. There you go. You nailed it. I was. I just wanted to see which side you were leaning because I got a little nervous. Yep. You were going to say Rams. This money is line. my last pick. Yep. Uh, it's it's Seattle money line. Um, they, they can't lose. Stafford's coming back, but you're playing on a on an injured thumb. I I don't know what that's going to do to his game. Um, and Seattle, as questionable as they are sometimes, as questionable as I am with Geno sometimes have a pretty solid, well-rounded offense, and they do just enough on defense to get shit done. Yep, this is, I mean, this is one of my picks. <clears throat> the Rams final, like, they started out the season better than what everyone had expected um, with the the offense that they had. They've lost three in a row, Steelers, Cowboys, Packers, obviously Cowboys being the best team of the bunch. Um Seahawks on the hand, like Jared said, like they really don't want to be able to afford to lose this game. So, yep, I had Seahawks um, money line on this card. Quick, quick trivia question for you all, though. You talked about, um, oh my god, I lost my train of thought. It had something to do with a, st- a statistic that you gave me in the game. Jesus Christ, Ethan. Oh, age. Do you guys know who the oldest team in the NFL is? It's not the it's Rams. The Rams. Oh. Because I that's you didn't bring it up specifically. It just came into my head. I was like, the reason that the Rams are are struggling and what they are is because of how old their roster is. Are they but a bad you know, team? No. Do you know who the oldest team in the NFL is? It, it blew my mind today when I heard is it. it. Is it the Eagles? No. I was going to say maybe the 49ers. No. All good guesses. Um, it is the Just because they have Bills. some old pieces. Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are the oldest team in the NFL. I would have never guessed that. It's sh- it's showing because they can't because their guys are breaking legs and dying on the field. So. Yeah, and they're deep Ford- so injured this year. It's crazy. I was mainly thinking 49ers because they have a lot of pieces that have been around a while from their they line yep. and their defense, like their defensive pieces have just been there for years. Yeah. Yep. Right. And even like guys I- behind them, like McCaffrey's been in the league for a while. Elijah Mitchell's been in the league for a while. Yeah. Okay. It's your, it's your last pick. Monday Night Football, baby. The Swifty Bowl. I got Philly plus three. How can you not bet it? Travis, we watched this Chiefs team play. I've also, watched, I've also watched the Philadelphia Eagles losing the Jets. How so. can you not bet it? Well, because the Chiefs. I have the, I have the Chiefs in my pick and pull. The Chiefs should have lost to the Jets too. Let's 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 pump the brakes there as well. The Chiefs should have lost it, but they should have if the refs weren't weren't in Chiefs' pockets like, like they always are. But they're uh, an Arrowhead with Taylor Swift there. You cannot the you cannot let the Chiefs lose this week. Give me yeah, Jason Swift, Kelsey. He's watching. I'm going Eagles plus three. Ethan, tell me tell me why I'm telling me why I'm wrong here. I don't That's have a good enough reason as to why you're wrong. It just scares me like a ton because it's an arrowhead in a primetime game. Taylor Swift being there, yes, like whatever. The statistics show that when she's there, they play better. But all that aside, the primetime night game at Arrowhead scares me. That that was the biggest reason I stayed away from this game, this card. Oh, I'm gonna but it. Philly is probably pop- the better team. I'm actually looking forward to this. this is the most game I'm looking forward to this week. Outside, I mean, Bengals Ravens Thursday night's gonna be fun. 
I think this game Monday night's gonna be fun too. <clears throat> Not me. I hope Bane shows up to the stadium. <laughs> Hopefully that earthquake in uh fucking Iceland goes off and the, the shockwaves just roll right darkness. into Kansas City. <laughs> you thought darkness was your ally. <laughs> Also, I mean, actually, but actually, you know, shout out to the people in Iceland. Hope y'all are doing fine. Anyways, I, I hope I hope both teams. I don't want either team to win. Tie, tie, tie. Yes. Oh my god, a tie would be so funny. What What would the odds be on a tie? Not that we would ever bet it. I might. Oh, bet. I would. Um. <laughs> oh, I would. I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't know. This game just screams. I mean, it's so the last it game of the week. me off if I bet it. It will be on my TV because my wife is a Swifty. So it's, I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to bet but it. But even, even plus 5,500. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was going to say, it would even it would make even more sense because you got the Kelsey brothers on both sides. Primetime game, you know, give them both a little credit. <laughs> and tie to win 550. Or 10 to win 550. That's almost worth it. Just to bet on it. Just for funsies. I mean, it's going to end up being a fucking blowout one way or another for some reason. But or actually, it's a primetime game. It'll probably be like. I will tell you this. I this is my prediction. Whoever's winning at halftime will not win the game. Mm. Ooh, a little half and half. So yeah, no live bet. No live bet. Whoever's losing at halftime. Yeah, that's my prediction. It's kind of it's going to be a Super Bowl 2.0 type thing. You know what? I'm going to bet it regardless, unless unless the score is more than 20 points at halftime for whatever reason. Right. I mean, obviously, you got to take in with 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 an, But if with it's 10 reason. or under, I'm going to take the other team at halftime. <clears throat> with that being said, I don't know if I could bet on the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Do we have any picks left? I nope, don't. That's it. So, so we've we technically right got eight. Oh, Ravens God. first half uh, minus one and a half. I think we're going to do two on that because we all liked it. Yep. I think we. I've got a unit and a half on the Chargers minus three. Got a unit and a half on the Cowboys minus ten and a half. Got a unit and a half on the Bills team total under twenty four and a half. I like the Ravens. I like the I like the Steelers money line over the Browns total, and, and a unit and a half on the Seahawks money line. That putting us I had, at eight. I had two. On, I had two on Seahawks money line, but so that putting us at eight and a half. So we do a unit and a half on the Steelers money line. Yep. There you go. That's it for me. There you go. That's what you just heard, boys. Get our full card on uh, on Twitagra. One, two, three, four, five, six, 12 picks total this week with 20 units out. Nice. Well, it's every week we have 20 units out, but we'll see how it pans out. Quick. See. I like because it. Because we won't be on next week. Yep. And you probably, oh, yes. you probably ask this every single year, but I don't care. I'm going to ask it again this year. Best Thanksgiving dish. Stuffing. Travis likes stuffing like a weirdo. I like uh, stuffing too, though. But in the Midwest, for some people, they call it dressing. I don't know why. Yeah, no, but it's stuffing. Uh, you can't beat a good side. Of, can't beat can't beat a good side of mashed potatoes and gravy. Okay, but mashed potatoes and gravy only pair well when you're dipping it with your turkey. Okay, exactly. Also, and what do you serve on Thanksgiving? <laughs> Penis. Um, a good duck. 
good duck and some ham. Um, <laughs> outside of Thanksgiving, because we all know what the answer is when it comes to Thanksgiving, but in general, for mashed potatoes, dark gravy or white gravy? Dark. dark. On Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, like outside of Thanksgiving, like, is it, do you do you care which or do you like what or one better? Do you like one dark. better? So here we go. You shot I'm gonna go to get to me by the end. I'm gonna go options. <laughs> I do dark gravy on my mashed potatoes, but white gravy on everything else. So my fried chicken and everything. Okay. White gravy Just on that. Gravy. Dark, yep. dark gravy yep. on my mat only on my mashed potatoes. If you if you show me somebody who's put brown gravy on their biscuit and gravy, nobody ever said biscuits for the comparison. I said specifically mashed potatoes. I said no. white gravy goes on biscuits. I like white gravy more, but on the mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, it's got to be brown. Yeah. Um, I 100% agree on both of those. I, I don't know if this is my favorite because I would almost go with Travis and say that stuffing is my favorite. Um, but I love me some sweet potatoes with the marshmallow and cinnamon on sweet top. Sweet potato casserole. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. My wife makes some killer some killer sweet potato casserole. We actually we, we actually got things even this weekend with the Ryan family and Carly's making sweet potato casserole. So Ashley makes these white castle cheeseburger stuffing. Yeah. Hmm. It's amazing. I tell you it is fire. Good. Interesting. It's really good. It's really yeah. fucking good. It's like ground up White Castle cheeseburgers and stuffing. Oh man, now I want to eat Thanksgiving food. Yep. <laughs> well, you got one more week. Um, so for those of you listening this far, we will not be putting out an episode next week. Unfortunately, I know you can't listen to our beautiful voices while you're traveling, but we will put our picks out on Twitter next week, and we'll be back the following week. That's it. Deuces. Peace.